buying or selling a business, there are a lot of points to consider. From a tax standpoint, to hiring the right employees and management team, especially if you won't be involved in the daily operations of the business, you need to set realistic goals, analyze how the business is performing, and make sure that everyone in your business has a common direction in mind. Welcome to the Michael Saunders Show. Host Michael Saunders and co-host Warren Whitus are here to answer your questions with a high level of expertise and knowledgeable guests. Now, here are Michael and Warren. Well, hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to the inaugural version of the Michael Saunders Show. I'm Jesse Jameson. I'm one of your co-hosts, along with Warren Whitus and the Michael Saunders. About six months ago, I met a very interesting businessman who had a very interesting way of acquiring and also walking away from businesses. And what he's going to share with you over the next couple of months is really going to blow your mind. What really blew my mind most about Michael was that in addition to being a savvy businessman with a lot of uh, things that he wants to share with you, he also shared with me a lot about himself, and I'm hoping that he shares a little bit of that tonight with you and the world. So before we introduce the Michael Saunders, I'd like to introduce my fellow co-host, Warren Whitus. Warren, say hello to the crowd. Hello there, everyone. This is Warren, and uh, thank you, Jesse. I appreciate the uh, introduction. just to give you a little bit of idea of what we're going to do tonight, we're going to, we're going to take a journey tonight with Michael. And those can be kind of scary sometimes, but uh, we're going to take a journey and we're going to talk about buyers and sellers. So we're going to give you a high-level high, high level overview of it. And uh, I will turn this over to Michael Saunders, the owner, creator of Leslin and Associates. Yay! <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Michael Saunders. I'm glad you're here. What we're going to talk about tonight is, in general, buying and selling businesses and the research that goes along with this journey. We will help you walk through the beginning to the end if you're a buyer or a seller. There's a lot of things that has to be done that we feel we can help you with to achieve these goals. The first thing is, say, for instance, you want to buy a business. You contact us. We have a meeting. We asked you what kind of business you're thinking that you would like to be, buy, and purchase. Once that's achieved, we start talking about specifically what kind of business, whether it's a air conditioning business, whether it's a uh, car dealership, Whatever that you have always dreamed about or have a passion about, we will go, once we find out what you're wanting to do, we're going to ask you a few questions. Are you really committed to owning your own business? And if so, what is your thoughts how that's going to be achieved? Do you have personnel in mind? Are you going to go on the outside and bring people in? or what we would suggest also is try to keep some of the people in the business that you're buying because it always is a big plus because they're the ones that knows the day-to-day activities that's going to be going on. Once we achieve that conversation with you, we're going to start asking you how soon you want to try to achieve these goals. Do you have the financing in place or you're going to have to go to banks or other ways to achieve that goal of buying a business. 
Whichever one it is, we will give you our opinion and what we think we should help you to achieve this goal and how that's the goal. What hey, Michael. What? Hey, Michael. Yes. Just to give the people at home a little idea of the show that we're kind of bringing to them, let's rewind a little bit about six months ago when you and I first met. And Warren, you weren't really uh, here to experience that conversation, but now you can kind of get an idea of what me and Michael were talking about. About six months ago, Michael, if you remember, I gave you a call and I said, hey, we have some cavities or some holes in our business channel. I wanted to speak with you about potentially filling one of those holes because I feel like you have a lot to share about businesses. And you had asked me then, you go, Jesse, what is your thoughts about acquiring businesses? And I didn't really have any thoughts on it because, Michael, I always grew up thinking that you kind of save your pennies, you maybe get a bank loan, and you actually start a business from scratch, which is obviously a way that, that one can do that, right? Yes. But I also thought that maybe you work at a franchise like McDonald's or Subway, you save your pennies, you get that business loan, and you, open a, uh, you ultimately buy a franchise. Hey, I'm a franchise owner of McDonald's or Subway or Burger King. But you shared with me something that was completely different. You can actually purchase a business, right, Michael, from somebody that's actually been successful at running that business. And the people that run that business and ultimately sell that business, that's an option that you can help people out with too. So I thought that was fascinating because, like I said, I was naive to that complete point. But here's an interesting spin for the listeners at home. We're not on the business channel. We're on the variety channel, which means that you had to tell something to me that wasn't necessarily business related that I still thought the people would think was ultimately pretty entertaining. And Warren, I'll ask you to join me here on this. Would, would you agree that if there's anybody in the country that's a lot more entertaining than maybe they look like at face value, it's Michael Saunders? Yeah, well, Michael, Michael's got a lot of experience in a lot of different industries, but he's met a lot of interesting people along the way, people that, that you wouldn't expect. While they were entertainers while he was in the restaurant and bar business, he, he met a lot of different entertainers. And, it, and they weren't on you know, Ellen's stage. They were stepped outside, maybe to get a cigarette or just get a breath of fresh air. And he would meet these people, and he's, he's done this all of his life. He's met celebrities, and he say, where did you meet that guy? Well, I mean, I, we can talk about later in the show, a night at Studebaker's when we spent the, <laughs> the evening with the cast of the uh, series Dallas. Yes. Larry Hagman was there before he passed. They took me out for my birthday. Yeah. So it, we, we had a great time. And just little things like that happened. Nobody else would. Why would they be in a Studebaker's in Dallas? Well, they happened to be here filming during the summer. So just little things like that. He meets, he meets quality people, and uh, we have fun with it. They're celebs, but they laugh just as much as everybody else. They're they so, so, nice. so here's the cool thing for the folks at home. We totally you know, welcome you aboard to listen to about some great business strategies and things that you should ponder for your present and your future. But we're also going to introduce you ultimately to this person that we do, uh, we do think of uh, as an amazing man, and that's Michael Saunders. So every show, we're going to try to get a little bit of a show uh, or a little bit of a show and tell about uh, something in Michael's past. Uh, everything tasteful, of course, but I think you're going to really 
learned to fall in love with the guy much like me and Warren have. So I'm really glad to be a part of the first ever Michael Saunders show. Again, my name's Jesse Jameson. Warren, before we go back to Michael, tell us a little bit about how you and Michael maybe originally befriended one another. Uh, we actually met when we were in our 20s, and we met at what they used to call the clubhouse pool. And um, we were just doing our, our normal stuff. And, uh, you know, we, we had a few beers, and we were just talking to uh, different women and just having a good time. You know, nothing, nothing serious, but we were just playing, having a good time. That's how we met. And uh, from that was 1982. And here it is, you know, 20, 2019, we're still best friends. We've known each other forever. Uh, we've experienced a lot of things together. And uh, we know each other very well. In fact, we, I think that's one of the reasons we work so well, because Michael has strengths in some areas. I have strengths in others. I have weaknesses in some areas. Mike, those are Michael's strengths. So we, we kind of work together like that, even, even in business and even when we were young and playing. We could use those strengths too sometimes. So, you know, we, we were, you know, before they ever coined the term wingman, we had, you know, it just depended on the week who was going to be the wingman. So we, we had a great time. I mean, and, but we've developed the trust over all the years. And a lot of these stories have never gotten told to anybody. I mean, we've kept it among ourselves. And, but now it's, we're, getting, we're getting to a point in our lives when we say, hey, it won't hurt. We didn't do anything that uh, would be embarrassing to either one of us. We just had a good time. We were young and, and enjoyed, enjoyed life. Oh, I completely disagree. There's plenty of embarrassing things, and I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to get a hold of those embarrassing things for you as the season goes on. Michael, back to what we were talking about six months ago. I really was naive. I really thought that you save your pennies for a rainy day and you ultimately open up a business, but I was right about one thing that you concurred with me. About 95% of businesses that are startups from scratch fail. Is, is, there, is there an advantage to actually taking the, helms, the helm over of a successful business that's already got a track history? It is very much a positive to be able to buy a business that's already successful, that is going, operating, has all the staff in place, and has a good growth potential in whatever products or whatever they do. The learning curve of a startup is a humongous because you have to do a lot of research and make sure this is something that you have a passion. If you do not have a passion for a business that you're about to buy or start up, it's a wrong thing to do because there's a lot of things that's got to fall into place. And that means you've got to do a lot of homework. And that's where we as the brokers come in, and we're going to go that journey with you. There's not much that our company has not seen with when it comes to buying a business or even a startup business. We will help you along that journey to make sure that you're doing everything that needs to be done to make these decisions if you want to go forward. And there could be times that we're going to show you things that you go, oh, I don't think I'm capable of doing that. And that's okay. That's what we're there for. We want you to be successful and happy because we want you to say, Lesda and Associates, 
help me along this journey. And this is where we're at. We're buying a business or we're starting a startup business. We're going to be there with you and happy that you're growing in the rate that we all agree that you should be doing. Now, Warren, let me ask you a question. So obviously you and Michael help people when it comes to acquiring businesses, but obviously to do that, somebody has to potentially be selling or walking away from a business. Do you and, do you and Michael also help folks on that end of the transaction? We, we do. I mean, we deal with a lot of sellers. They're, our main, they're really our main clients most of the time. I mean, we're always finding buyers as well, but, but the sellers, a lot of times the sellers are getting towards retirement and they want to they want to just take take off and retire but but they want to see the business be successful and continue on so they i mean most most of the owners will stay on six months a year and help the new owner transition into that that business itself and uh, and, and a lot of times it's really needed because you're taking someone a lot of times what i see is people coming out of the corporate world and they say, well, I've got a lot of money in my 401k, or I've got you know, this money in the bank, and I want, to, I want to buy a business. Well, what do you know about that business? Well, nothing. I've worked in, in uh, corporate America all my life. Well, you might want to spend some time with the owner and just see what he does and what his day is like and see, can you put yourself in his shoes? And can you do that day in and day out? And sometimes it's not a five-day, nine-to-five job. It can turn into a six-day, and I've seen some shops, different different uh, businesses. It turns into a seven-day for a while. So you got to be passionate. If you're just buying a business, and say, "Well, I just want to make more money. I'm making now." It's like, Stop. That's not the reason you want to buy a business. If you're not passionate about it, you won't make it. And that's that's really my thought on on the whole thing. Because some people say, well, "I just want to look at the businesses that are the most profitable. That's the ones I want." I'm like, well, maybe you should buy one that you're passionate about and you can increase the uh, bottom line on that particular company. But don't start out looking for the one that makes the most profit every year because that's the one you may fail at because you don't have the experience or the knowledge to run that business. And so sooner or later, the owner will want to retire or leave the, leave the business and you'll have to do that by yourself. And you really got to search your soul and make sure that you can step up and do that. You know, Michael, that that brings me to an interesting thought: is with a new uh, with a new business, obviously there's a learning curve, like you said. If you're able to help people acquire a business where they might actually be able to get a three or six month run with the previous owner, kind of an apprenticeship into your own business, it would seem like that would potentially make the chances for success skyrocket as well. Now, we're going to be going to break real quick, but uh, do you have any thoughts on that before we do? You know, I, I, do, I do have some thoughts, but I'd rather wait till we come back from break. All right, awesome. So we're going to take a quick pause here. And then uh, when we do come back from break, we'll go into a little bit of the benefits of, uh, you know, doing a business with somebody where they can kind of walk you through it for the first couple months. Stick around. The future of online TV is here. 
you exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Michael Saunders Show. If you have a question or comment about the show, please send an email to sales at yourbusinessbrokers.com. That's sales at yourbusinessbrokers.com. Now, back to The Michael Saunders Show. Welcome back to The Michael Saunders Show. Uh, your host today is Jesse Jameson and Michael Saunders and Warren Whitus. Uh, that's myself and... Uh, when we went to break, Michael was talking about how important it is to have someone to mentor the a new buyer coming into a business. So we're going to get back on that theme, and Michael's going to lead us through that. Yes, Juan, thank you. What we, we as the business brokers, or the buyer, or the seller, or both, because really, even whichever one we're working with, we want both parties to make this successful. So if we bring a buyer into this company that has been around for a very long time, very successful, great employees, great products, business is good. So what we would do is make sure that when the buyer comes in and to meet the seller and we start going over the business, how it works and what all's in detail from employees to products to distribution, we go through all of these things to make the company that has been successful to be continue to be successful. And, and hey, what- Michael, Michael, can I ask you a little bit about that? So let's say a person just purchases a brand new company, or not a brand new company, but a company that's in existence, and he or she doesn't get that transitional you know, three or six months with the previous ownership you could have a situation where the new employees see the new boss as kind of the new jerk, right? And all of a sudden you can have a mutiny type situation. 
But that's only one situation of where it's really good to have transitions. There's a ton of good reasons why it's good and better maybe to transition into a business rather than learning from scratch. Am I right? Definitely. For instance, if you have a passion, I'm talking about the buyer for a particular kind of business, we find that business for you. And you know you have a passion, you just don't have a history in this particular product or kind of business that they're wanting to buy. What we do, we meet with the seller and the buyer, see if there's any connection there that they can have. Now, one thing we will insist on, the seller will stay on for a particular period of time, whether it's three months, six months, whatever that is, everybody agrees on. We never want a buyer to leave right after closing. That's a disaster waiting to happen. Now, what might make it better is they've got, if they have a general manager that really runs the company or runs that particular part of the business, that's different. So we will try to make that transition as smooth and without the owner if we see it's working. If it's not, or if we don't have that particular person, the, the seller, the ownership group, needs to stay on to make the transition smooth for the new buyers. And that means meeting all the bankers, the people that they're buying their products from. There's a transition period that the buyer and sellers have to be together. We will be there to hold them both hands to make sure this happens. A lot of times I've went with them to the bankers and the lawyers are the new products that they're doing. I go with them to make sure this happens. It's really, really important for all these phases to be in place and working. And the big thing is the employees. Once the sale happens and everything's going for we, I will be there with a buyer and seller calls all the employees together and make the announcement of the sale. I want to make sure everything is said properly and to make sure that the employees have no need to be afraid, only that you will be there. The, the seller's going to be there for a while and the new owner's going to be there and they're going to try to make sure everybody enjoys the same kind of relationship with a new owner than the old owner and make sure that they're going to be taken care of in the future. I'm really glad that you mentioned that. Warren, I noticed that Michael was talking about the benefits from a, a buyer's point of view, but the reality is there are some people out there that not only want to retire from their business, but they actually have friendships and a lot of warm feelings for their employees. They want to make sure that that new person that comes in isn't going to necessarily change everything or fire everybody. There's a lot of responsibilities that they feel when they kind of turn a business over. Are you able to kind of answer those questions and concerns that they have as well? Yeah, in fact, we've had several of those in the last few months where the owners requested from the buyer of the business is that he keep those people on. In fact, they even put in writing. And then they said, you know, uh, we'd like we'd like them to stay at least, uh, you know, give them a year and stay with this new owner for a year and help him get the business up. If you choose to leave after that, then so be it. But you know, they kind of they they have a, an agreement, and this was in writing that those those key in, individuals would stay 
with the business for 12 months. And they were guaranteed that. So they couldn't just come in and say, sorry guys, I'm gonna replace you, I'm gonna, I found somebody else. But so, I mean, it is important to have key people there. And, 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 and me, I, I focus a lot on the auto industry, auto repair, and to have a service manager and a couple of at least a highly, highly qualified techs is extremely important. You don't want those guys leaving the business because those guys are the, are the key employees and they, they will make you successful if you treat them correctly. And, they're, uh, they're the lifeblood, if you they, will. They, they're that, the that core, they are the, really the core of that business and they keep it going because the guys that can basically go in and run diagnostics and fix exotic cars, I mean, they, they're not just hanging out on every corner. I mean, it's very important to keep the key people, the, 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 the highly uh, trained technicians, the service manager, who's, who most of the service managers at one time, they were, they were techs. They, they know how to work on cars, uh, but they decided to transition over into more of a service manager who really is kind of the, the person between the customer and the tech to make sure everything is done properly and that the, at the end of the day, the customer satisfied when they receive their car back. So very, very important to keep those key employees. So you guys are able to obviously connect buyers with sellers and vice versa. Michael, I assume you guys get a million and one questions, right? So when a person starts a business from scratch, they obviously have to either use their savings or apply for bank loans and what have you. Is it usually easier or do you have any comparisons or any thoughts on, you know, maybe starting a brand new business from scratch investment wise versus, you know, maybe buying something where the wheels are already in motion? Uh, I myself have started businesses from scratch, but I will tell you it was something I felt very strong about. I did my research. I made sure that I thought I had products that the public wanted and needed. And I also wanted to make sure I was going to be able to staff the company. Once I did that, I started checking and auditing potential business for my startup company. Okay. When I had the personnel I felt that was going to help run the company, that's important. You get the workers, but then you got to get the management to come. And that's where you've got to be very, very impatient and make sure you get the correct, correct people for all aspects for this new startup come. And that's easier. That's a lot easier said than done, right? You make one mistake in any one of those key spots of management and you can literally lose your business or lose your hide, so to speak. Warren, you wanted to add something. Yeah, yeah. Michael, maybe you could tell the listeners and how you segued into Lesson and Associates because since, since, our, since we've known each other, you've always been an a entrepreneur. You've had different businesses, uh, but all of a sudden you sell a very profitable business in uh, Spectrum and, and you go and you, you buy Lesson and you start a totally different path but you're still an entrepreneur, but it's still a totally different business than, than Spectrum was. So can you tell us what, what made you make that decision? Well, wait a minute, Warren, are you trying to say that Michael Saunders isn't the founder and creator of Lesden and Associates? He Michael, thought, what do you, no? No, no he's not no. the founder. 
I'm not the founder. Let me tell you, it's sort of funny, but it's true. I had bought at, at a young age when I moved here. I was very lucky. I met some correct people. One of the groups, their father founded Lost Cleaners. These people helped me, introduced me. I met them at a restaurant one night when I just arrived here. And they said, what would you like to do to be part of our company? Next morning, I thought, well, this is not, they're not going to remember. Luckily for me, they did. That helped me get started in the business of working semi for myself. I had a piece of the business. I did that for years. In every business I came into, I always had a piece of it. And one of the big ones I had, I can't mention the names, but everybody uses this product all over the world. I was lucky. I was in the beginning stages of this. I did not even know how to spell the name of this. And I could not comprehend how this was going to work. But this company said, we want you to come on board, use your organization skills, and go all over the country and help get ready for this change of the century or probably that we've ever had in our life. So I did. I went to work for this company blind in faith and what this was going to do. I was very fortunate to be involved in the beginning of cellular phones. I wanted to learn. I did. I waited my time. I went and said, I can do this. So I did, and when I got it to where I wanted, I sold it, and I said, I can do this again in another type of product. So that got me going, starting my business and selling them for profit. Then I said, I said to myself, why not buy a business that's already operational and is making a profit and has a staff in place? So I looked. I interviewed, I researched, and I found the company. So I bought it. I helped build it up. Now, I want to tell you, I am not the guy to build that company up. It's the people that work there is going to build a company up. All I can do is be behind them, show my faith, and try to make things happen for the closing, which is what I did. And every time I would do this, I would try to step up the business that I thought I could make go to the next level. So I did that for a long time. And so after the last business I sold, less than an associate's owner said, Michael, you've done it all. Why don't you buy us? And I looked at him, I laughed, I said, yeah. Well, the owner was very elderly and his son, had been doing it all this that time. He was ready to go. So I wound up buying less than an associates. And I've been with it, owning this company all this time. And I love it because I get to meet business owners and prospective buyers from all over the world. That's what we like about this business. I help people from all over the world, especially that want to buy businesses in the United States are they wanting to sell the owners are wanting to sell to people from overseas I can help 
make that work, and that's been very exciting for me. So what's really cool about that story, Michael, is that not only are you the president and founder, or not founder, but president and owner of Lesden and Associates, but at one time you were a client. So this is one of those things where obviously you believe in the process of potentially acquiring and uh, potentially walking away from businesses a lot more than, you know, the risks that one takes with starting from scratch. So that's, uh, that's really fascinating. Warren, did you want to add anything? Well, Michael's been very successful at that. I mean, he, he's, he's not telling you the whole story because he was, when he talks about Los Colinas, if you're outside of the Dallas area, you've probably never heard of Los Colinas, but that, that's a major uh, center of commerce out there, restaurants, hotels, uh, office buildings. So the, the, individual that, the individual that helped Michael, he, he had a lot of power and he could do a lot of things for people. And he just met him off the cuff. I mean, and but that guy basically, I think, set him on the right path. And I think Michael learned from him some. And uh, he became one heck of an entrepreneur. He's done that. He's done real estate. Uh, he's done window tinting uh, for Sears. He's, he's done so many different things. Business, he's been bought and sold. It went, it looked good. He said, okay, I'll sell it. But he was also one of the very first people to start in the communications industry. That's what he's going around the country getting communication uh, cell towers put up. Now, we can't mention the company, but that's what he did. And that was, he was ahead of his time there. The whole company was. But he learned from them, too, because those, those people, when they sold out to a bigger company, were millionaires at that time. So We're going to be going to break right now, uh, Warren and Michael. But, uh, again, to everybody that's listening, Google Lesden and Associates. Give Warren and Michael a call if you're interested in potentially acquiring a, a business or if you're potentially thinking about retiring, right, guys? They can call you guys at any time, and you guys actually will pick up the other uh, end of the line, which is always nice for people to know. Um, we're going to be going to break right now, and uh, when we do get back from break, we're going to see if Michael can uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, about himself, maybe a little bit apart from the business. And uh, with that being said, stick around. We'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
480-484-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. listening to the michael saunders show if you have a question or comment about the show please send an email to sales at your that's sales at your now back to the michael saunders show welcome back to the michael saunders show uh before the break we were talking to michael a little bit about some of the buyers and sellers but what we're going to do here is wrap up just give you a brief summary today of where we've been we've been talking about buyers and sellers and how we really like to help both buyers and sellers be successful so we're, we're going to hand it back to Michael here and we're going to talk a little bit more about buyers and sellers but also maybe some of the uh, some of the people that have made Michael an entrepreneur in his life early on who who he worked with and who helped him. Uh, Michael, would you like to take over, please? Yes. Michael, b- before you do, I just wanted to reiterate for all the listeners at home, you and Warren are located in the Dallas-Fort Worth area or in, in the state of Texas, obviously. So obviously you guys are allowed to do business in the state of Texas, but our listeners are literally from all around the globe. Are you able to help those that are outside the state of Texas, Michael? Yes. Very much so. All over the United States, and if we have buyers anywhere in the world, we can help them buy businesses here. There's things that we would have to do and they can do, but make this happen. The answer is yes. Wonderful. Um, Warren, is there anything that you wanted to maybe add just on that point? Well, we, we do have a lot of people. We even have people you know, from all parts of the world because a lot of people would love to come over here and start a business and become a citizen. So they have a lot of money that they want to reinvest uh, and they, and they may not want to do it in their own country. They may decide that the United States is a better place to invest their money. And uh, we, we get a lot of people that, that do want to come over here. And if you start a successful business, it'll help you get your citizenship and you can stay here. So, you know, that's, that's what we see a lot of lately. Um, a, lot, a lot of people want to, want to start a business in the United States. So, so once again, just to give a show's recap, Michael and Warren, there are ways to buy a business that are traditional, such as saving up your money and buying your business uh, through, through a loan uh, or getting a loan through the bank and putting up your own money. There's also the way where you can go the McDonald's or Subway route where you save up or take a loan out and buy a franchise. 
But once again, what Lesden and Associates specializes in is connecting with a, a seller of the business with a buyer. And we're trying to give the buyer a nice way where they can actually transition into a business so there's not a, a hangover the next day after the purchase goes through, right? We want uh, the seller to be happy. We want the buyer to be happy. And that's one thing that Lesden and Associates really does specialize in. And we want everyone that's listening at home to know that if you're interested in speaking with Michael or Warren, they do answer their phones. Google Lesden and Associates. They'd be more than happy to speak with you. And uh, don't let it hold you back if you don't happen to live in the state of Texas where they do. The cool thing is, you know, you guys, uh, you know, with Zoom and Skype and, and webinars, you know, we live in a world where, you know, you can literally talk to somebody that might be a couple states over and, and, and it'll feel like they're in the same room with you. And that's the kind of feeling that I get every time that I speak with both you and Warren, Michael, is you guys are very down to earth. You're very good at answering questions and you're more than happy to, you know, to field all those questions. Warren, did you have anything that you wanted to maybe add? Um. Yeah, we, we, you can access us by emails. We answer emails, uh, phone calls. The phone, the phone number is on our website. And, and take a look at our website. And uh, I think that uh, once you look at it, you'll, you'll get a little bit better idea of what Lesson Associate does uh, for buyers and sellers. And, uh, and, you know, we'll take a look at that and give us a call and let, let, us, uh, let us help you. Uh, whether you want to buy or sell your business, so that. But I would, I would say, go to our website. There's more information there, and uh, that that would that should help you quite a bit. Do you guys do consultations Monday through Friday, or what are your guys's hours on consultations? Are you guys open? Yes, we are. We're open as long as we know. A lot of times, we have buyers or sellers that want to do conference calls with us. And we'll go through the process that we've been talking about tonight with them, except we'll try to have more personalized of what they're looking for. Uh, and we can give them our opinions of what to do to go to the next step. But yeah, we do it all the time. We have no problems of trying to listen to what their thoughts are in buying or selling. And we try to help them go the, the, the way that we know that can help them achieve those goals. Warren, it's about that time, isn't it? We're going to go with the uh, Michael moment at this time. I think it's about can... time for that Michael moment. So yeah. Warren, so Mike, Michael has a million moments, but you know, you've been a part of, of, of most of them. Do you have a specific moment that you think the people would really like to, to hear? Well, I know a time in 1984 when Michael and I, and actually my brother, younger brother, we went to the Olympics in LA. And uh, at that point, we, I don't think we had very, we, I think we had women's volleyball. We weren't that quite, was it. quite as interested in that. So we That's decided, all you need. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we weren't, we weren't, you know, at that point, we we're like, well, let's just do something else. Okay, so we rented a jet. A jet is this little four cylinder Volkswagen. Right. And we, we drive that from all the way from uh, L.A. Up, up through the heart of California up to San Francisco. Well, we stayed in San Francisco for a few days, saw the sights. Then we say, well, going back, let's go back uh, Pacific Coast Highway. And so we, uh, we jump in the car and uh, roll down the top and 
start to uh, go down to uh, back to LA, but we're going on Highway One all the way back through the uh, Carmel and, and on through the Big Sur. So I'll let Michael tell you the story from there because he probably does a better job because it was actually uh, his actions from that point forth uh, put us in, in a real, uh, we, we were a, a little bit uh, concerned, let's put it that way. So Michael, I'm gonna let you take over about our little trip down Highway Wine. So Michael, you're at the Olympics. <laughs> Uh, yes, and now you're on the highway, and now Warren lets you take it over from the highway or, or what have you. What's going on here? I haven't heard this one before. Well, Michael was driving, but anyway, he drove right. down. We, we drove down to Big Sur. So, okay. But we'll let, we'll let him uh, tell you what he did down there to my brother and, and me. So, Well, you have to understand, it could happen to anybody. First, we stopped at a little hotel. We stopped. We were worn out. Warren jumps in the shower. I sit in the back of the little motel, and his brother was reading the paper. I heard something. I looked, and there's a big raccoon right in front of my paper. I realized he was a pet. So I got a little candy and started making him come with me. I opened the door. And well, wait a minute, Michael. Michael, wait a minute. Hold on. You're in California. You just left the Olympics. You saw the women's volleyball team, which I think would be a lot of fun, right? They were very attractive, I say that. Now, you're driving before you get there. Are, are you on the freeway? Was there a situation on the freeway? Yes, there was. Uh, don't, it it could have happened to anybody. It could have. Okay, so what could have happened to anybody? Don't you think the fans at home should hear this part of the story as well? Yes. What happened was I went to pass a car and I did not see this big truck coming our way. And so I mashed the gas. That little car was going nowhere. We're just there. By this time, Warren is screaming, his brother's screaming. I feel like Bonnie and Clyde going through bullets. If you ever saw a Bonnie and Clyde movie with Clyde Barons trying to do the getaway car with guns fly, flying and bullets flying, I felt that way. I knew if that truck hit us, we were going to be goners. I knew if I went over the cliff, we were going to be goners. That so wait, hold on. Let, let, me, let me get this straight. I'm trying to get a visual. You're on a two-lane road, right, or highway. Two you, two have the ability, you have the ability to pass, and I'm assuming since you're in a little slow car and you're passing something, it's an even slower vehicle, but it's probably a bigger what, bus or a diesel or some sort yeah. of big truck? It was a big old tractor and trailer. Oh, yeah. So, you, yeah. so you get a little courage up, you hit the gas, you go in the oncoming lane of traffic thinking, I'm going to get by this guy. The only problem is you're in a four-cylinder rice grinder that can't make 50 miles per hour for the life of you, right? Yes. Now, give, give us a visual. What's coming your way? Is there a car coming towards you while you're trying to pass this bigger vehicle? I wish it was a car. It was a big, huge truck hauler. And I, he's blowing this air horn to give me more pressure. I've got my foot all the way to the bottom on the gas pedal. And these two guys are screaming and yelling at me. And I'm just staring straight ahead thinking, oh, Lord, don't let me go over into the water. That would kill us. But if a big tractor with all the rocks on it, that would kill us. So I'm thinking, I got to keep going and pass this car. 
There was never, there was never a thought just to be patient and stay in your lane. And I was too committed then. I was, I was, it was by way of no return. No return was where we were at. It was do what I was going to do or just say, have me big truck and rocks or go over the cliff and swim with the dolphins. That's where we were. So I put my foot to the gas pedal, sweating bullets, and we get by them. And they wanted to just pass out. I was ready to pass out, but we made it. Everybody was fine, but they never let me live it down. But, hey, I thought I was a great driver. I got around all that. Warren, do you, do you agree? Was it impressive, or was it one of those moments in your life that you wish you wouldn't have experienced? Well, let me tell you this. From where I was sitting, to make it around that car and not get hit by the semi was a miracle. Okay, so we have so a miracle. We have a miracle. So at this point, Michael is St. Michael Saunders, right? So we're oh, happy. Yeah. We're happy. But it goes on further. So you guys get – take us, take us further, Michael. So you guys get to, uh, to your hotel? Yes. Hotel, yes. just a little no, hotel, no-tell. On, and it was right on the beach. It was right, yeah. right there on, overlooking the ocean. Yes. You know, but, you know, the hotel sat up a little bit. There's trees behind us. But there was also, you know – at least a hundred, hundred fifty foot drop there. There was a Down drop. To, I don't know where this raccoon came from. I mean, there was a drop. I don't know where you found the raccoon. So I brought this. Started. How close? How how close was it? 20, I mean, was it twenty five feet at the most? Okay, so you guys literally escaped by the skin of your teeth, right? Oh yeah. Either you're either hitting oncoming traffic. Or you're getting sideswiped, oh, yes. getting off a cliff, right? Yes. Okay, we, so, you're saying, yeah. so you're back. You're, you're back at your hotel, Warren. You what? Go in and try to relax. What, what's going on with you? Uh, well, uh, Warren goes into the shower because he he needs a shower after that drive. And uh, well, wait I, a minute. Aren't aren't you Warren? Are you talking to yourself in the third person now? Well, yeah, but uh, <laughs> he okay. And my brother was sitting in the chair reading the paper, and I assume Michael was outside doing something. We had no idea what, but, you know, we, he, he came in, so I'll let him tell that story, how he, where he found this little animal and uh, wait, wait, little, vitamin. Oh, my goodness, a little animal. So a when big I'm thinking raccoon. Of, Jeez, yeah. oh, Louie. What's big? What's big? Oh, a big as a decent-sized dog, and when he gets on his hind feet and stands up, oh, man. It, I loved him. He it was, has to be at least a 30-pound raccoon. Yes. So we got this huge, giant, cat-looking raccoon with hands and a mask on because, you know, yes. they all look like they're masked, right? Yeah. And where are you? You're in front of the uh, hotel. I'm in, no, the back. Back, Okay. Okay, so I'm leading him in. I realized he would follow the, the food. So I kept giving him little bits. I opened the door, and there's his brother sitting reading the paper. And I said, look who my friend is. He puts the paper down, screams, jumps straight up in there on top of his chair and yelling with that paper. I said, oh, man, I got to do, do something better than this. So I went, opened the sh door to the bathroom, Warren's in the shower, how come you weren't screaming and jumping? Me? This is your this is your buddy now. He's my bud. We broke bread together, sir. We okay. All right. You know, All you right. Know. So I threw back the curtain. Warren looked. He took the curtain. He tore the thing down. He pole vaulted over us. 
then ran out the front door of the okay, hotel. Okay, Michael, that's enough. We don't need to tell him. Nudie. New, new, new. Maybe you can save that for next week because we're about to wrap this show up. So maybe uh, next week we can we can tell the listeners what actually happened at the end. At the as end. It, as he went, went out. The oh, my gosh. We always get cheated on these things. Yeah, Unbelievable. We'll, we'll make sure we finish it up next week. I hope so. That'll Join us. Join us next week. Goodbye, America. Goodbye, the world. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed and learned from this edition of The Michael Saunders Show. Please join Michael and co-host Warren Whitus again next Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we talk again, have an amazing week. And thanks again for listening. 